Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. All of us have favorite stories in the Bible. I wonder what yours are. Perhaps one day we'll be able to have a gathering and exchange ideas. But in the meantime, find us on Facebook or Instagram and drop a message. You can also drop a message through the app Anchor, where I do my podcasts. They have a section where you can send messages. The story today of the adulterous woman that is caught in the act of adultery and brought to Jesus is a favorite story for many people. It's definitely one of mine. It shows Jesus full of action and full of compassion, both things. I find myself losing compassion many times when I get into action. And sometimes if I go into compassion, I stop acting. So I find this story one where I ask the Lord to help me find the balance that he needs me to have in this category of action and compassion. We find that he's gone to the Mount of Olives, as always praying, but early in the morning he arrives in the temple area. So he's retired to pray, to be with his Heavenly Father, and he gets up or goes early in the morning to the temple area and people start coming to him. Can you imagine that sensation of coming to a public place after praying, after aligning himself with his Father, after steeping in the love of his Father? in that uh, place that was favorite for him up in the mountain or in the Mount of Olives where he knew he would suffer. I can imagine as he was God what that must have been like in what way God attended to him through angels at the time of Gethsemane, right, in the Mount of Olives. But he sits down and he's teaching so he's, he's not slept, right? He's prayed. And then he finds the scribes that bring this woman that is caught and they try to trick him you know he's caught and in the law of Moses we're supposed to kill these women and to stone them but Jesus is writing something on the ground with his finger and some Bible commentators have said that this is perhaps the sins of the people that were there they continue talking and so Jesus says something profound the first one amongst you without sin let that be the first person to throw a stone at, at her. And one by one, they all leave, starting with the elders. And then Jesus has the encounter with a woman. And if you've watched the movie of Jesus of Nazareth, this is just so beautiful. They're both looking intently into each other's eyes. And, and God says, Jesus says, has anyone condemned you? No, well, then go. I'm not condemning you either. Just don't do what you were doing before. That is such a beautiful thing, that Jesus is so enamored with you and with me that he looks intently into our eyes and asks us not to do again what we've done that was not aligned with God. That is just so beautiful because the woman had been caught in that act. It's a very different story from the very long passage from the book of Daniel where we've got a beautiful woman that is married, Susanna, married to Joachim. And there's these two elders that want to trick her because she's very beautiful when she is in the garden. 
but she is a God-fearing woman and she has been taught by her pious parents, says, and they've been trained in the law of Moses, right? So when they come to her when she's bathing in the garden and they want to, they are lusting after her, they want to lay with her, and she says, no, there's no way I'm going to do that, and she starts screaming. Well, they're going to try to destroy her reputation, so they even go as elders in front of a crowd to say that they had seen her with an, a young man under a tree. And the story is a, it's a, a lie. And uh, thank goodness it is found out because when the elders are questioned, one says one kind of tree, the other one a different kind of tree. And so she is saved because they were intent. If they couldn't have her, they wanted to kill her. We can talk about the position of women in the story as well, that there's a sort of vulnerability that, they can be attacked in both situations when one had actually committed a, a crime, a sin, and the other one hadn't. They both receive mercy. They both receive justice. And that is not necessarily for what they deserve, but in the case of the adulterous woman, the justice is that Jesus, knowing what she has done, calls her to be who she is called to be and that she is restored in that justice, not because she didn't deserve some kind of punishment if she broke some law, but because mercy will be bigger in Jesus as she stands in front of him and she is called forth to God's justice in aligning her behavior. In the case of Susanna, she is wrongly accused and so the mercy is extended by not having a punishment that would have been unfairly inflicted. I love that the reading uh, has the responsorial psalm to help us in our prayer as we think about how to place ourselves before God because this is, again, if that story of uh, the adulterous woman is one of the favorite ones, the psalm uh, 23 is by far probably the best known and today we repeat verse 4 even though I walk in the dark valley I fear no evil a woman wrongly accused is walking in the dark valley but she is God fearing and so she fears whatever may come her way she's gonna take it and in the case of the adulterous woman she has walked through the valley of darkness been accused being found out and she also receives mercy from the Lord who is our shepherd and he shows her verdant pastures and restfulness and guides her in the right paths and he spreads a table of mercy before her in the sight of her foes and Susanna as well. The foes are there and the Lord spreads a table and she is given justice. Only goodness and kindness follow me all the days of my life. So we can go to the throne, brothers and sisters, and say, Father Almighty, you are the Father of mercy. You are the Father of compassion. And you have forgiven us over and over for things that we have done that deserved punishment. Help us to have contrite hearts. Help us to turn the boats of our unrighteousness, Father, 
and to find the righteousness that is alignment with your standard, with your expectation for our lives, with the ways that you call us to be better than we allow ourselves to be like the adulterous woman. You called her to be a better version of herself and you call us to be a better version of ourselves. You walk with us through the dark valleys when we are accused wrongly, when we're brought in front of tribunals, when other people seek to harm us and even kill us. You walk with us, Father. We ask that you give us your grace, that you protect us with the precious blood of your Son, Jesus, and that everybody that is in our mind right now and in our heart that needs of your protection in your grace, Father, that you give it to them, our family members, our co-workers, and that everybody, Father, may hear the Lord's name, Jesus, our Savior. We ask this in the name that is most holy, Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the Inner Room Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.